I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to go after this thing. There's, there's so much more. <laughs> I want more. And if there's more of Jesus, I want all of him I can have. This is The Unseen Story, first-hand accounts that reveal the supernatural reality of God's love. When His love leads, a remarkable story follows. You're listening to Rachel's Story, Purposefully Homeless. The Unseen Story is a nonprofit that relies on financial support from listeners like you. Please visit our website, theunseenstory.org, to find out how you can partner with us today. My name is Rachel Elizabeth, and God led me out on a purposefully homeless journey where I was without a home and without a job, trusting Him and depending on Him for over 17 months. I guess um, by no fault of my parents, but I had no idea what God was other than, you know, my Savior and to be a good Christian, you, um, you're nice to people and you go to church and <laughs> you're supposed to read the Bible. Um, but I really didn't, I didn't have a grasp on that personal relationship or how real he really is and how involved he really is. In college, I followed my boyfriend to Washington State University and joined a sorority. When I traveled across the state to visit one of my sisters in my house, She took me to a party. Um, I had had no context for partying outside of a safe, trusted environment. I was away from everybody and anyone I knew, and she disappeared. And um, I ended up blacking out because this guy was coming on to me, and I was really nervous. So when you're nervous and you're partying, you drink more. So I ended up being raped by this guy, and that was a trajectory shift. Because I didn't have a relationship with Jesus, I didn't know to turn to him. Um, And so I turned to everything that I knew (laughs) at the time. So I drank more and I just went from relationship to relationship after that and um, ended up being sexually abused more than once. And a friend introduced me to fitness um, later that year. And I found that as kind of a eureka moment where um, I found strength and control and empowerment through fitness. And I thought, man, I have got to let every woman on earth know about strength training because this is where you get your control back. And that turned into personal training and sports modeling and putting all of my energy into building a brand of myself, for myself, for the good of building a platform to help women everywhere understand that fitness is your salvation, essentially. I didn't know I was doing that at the time, but I built this business off of this idea that fitness was God. By every worldly sense, I was crushing it. Um, I was making six figures a couple years out of college, um, living in Seattle at the time, I had my own personal training business, was training online and doing all this, traveling all this country doing these jobs. And yet, I didn't realize that I had been burying all of this trauma and all of this pain. Um, and I was still living for myself. I'd go to church on Sundays and then 
do whatever I wanted during the week. I was in um, a relationship that was definitely not godly. Summer of 2011, something changed, and there was no earthly reason why, but all of my streams of income just dried up at the same time. Um, I remember deciding to yell at God, blaming him for this. I started listing off all of these things that I had done right in my mind. Personal development courses, books, and applying all this knowledge and following up with clients and just doing everything in my power um, that all the success, successful people did. And, and it always worked until that, until that year. Um, and so I started listing up all these things and the audible voice of God shook me and said, you didn't do any of that. I did that. And I found myself on the floor because the whole room had shook. And I honestly thought in that moment that all of the people in my apartment building were going to come to my room and ask me what the heck I was doing because the whole building had to have shook. Um, I even remember checking the news later to see if there was a, an earthquake and there was nothing. But I found myself on the floor completely struck by the fear of God. And it was not... Um, it was not worldly fear. It was not the fear of punishment. It was this awe and wonder where I felt equal parts terror terror and love. And in that moment, I felt so seen and so loved and so corrected. And in that next six months, I will cry talking about it every time. But he showed me that he was the opposite of what I had been believing that he was. I thought that... Um, this post-trauma God that I had been believing in was crossed, you know, crossed arms, disgusted, disappointed dad. Like, how could you? You're disgusting. I don't want anything to do with you. Um, but he saw me as beautiful and pure <laughs> and righteous regardless of all this stuff that I had been through and had done and had had done to me and I fell in love with him. And so I got baptized that January and he started speaking to me about Los Angeles. And so I said, okay, I'll move. And he provided a place to stay for free for a couple months in a guest house in Bel Air. Um, and then provided an apartment. And those are all individual stories of miraculous direction and provision <laughs> and I thought that that's how my relationship with God and my life was going to be from there on out I thought it was just going to be a cakewalk little did I know that he brought me into a safe apartment in Los Angeles to start stripping me of all this that I had been um, putting my security in that wasn't him and so for the next four years he did provide for me, but he was teaching me how to trust him as my provider and not myself. So he took away my business. He slowly but surely took away my clients and slowly but surely took away the consistent um, modeling and acting income. And uh, there was always just enough. But um, I remember there being a, a time specifically where I was so broke. There were, there were specific 
bills coming through the next day. And I was like, I don't even have time to go get a job, let alone, like, make the income I need to pay this bill. So I don't see a way out. God, you're going to have to be who you say you are. And um, I was in distress. And I was just, you know, face full of tears, snotty tears. And like, okay, I'm going to pick myself up. I'm going to go check the mail and get my mind off of this. In my mailbox, there was a check from a settlement that I didn't know I was a part of that paid off the entire bill and $5 extra. And there was a package of coupons for the, from the grocery store um, that I went to regularly. And they were rewarding me for being a preferred customer. <laughs> and there was a free coupon for eggs and a free coupon for oats and a free coupon for unsweetened vanilla almond milk. <laughs> and it's like all of my exact personal staples that their computers had been tracking to give me free free uh, coupons for all these things. So I, I was out of food, but he gave me exactly what I needed and the money for the bill. And it wasn't more than enough, but it was exactly enough. And it was so awesome. <laughs> wow. And then um, that wasn't the only time that he did something like that, but that was so specific and memorable. So he ended up just drawing me, drawing me deeper and deeper and deeper. And the end of 2016 was the end of a four-year stripping, really, really hard four years. Um, I was in the middle of trying to get my business off the ground for, I don't know, fifth year in in a row now. And he said, don't work. I had a charity boot camp I was going to do for free. Um, I remember nobody came to it. And that was the breaking point. Um, The only person that came was the representative for the charity. (laughs) It's beyond humbling. Um, And so I took his word for it. I stopped working and I I just went into my room and got face down and started learning how to pray really deep. Um, Intercessory prayer and worshiping and hearing from him and learning to recognize his voice in more clear ways. And he started whispering the word go. And I didn't know what that meant, but there was a a prophet visiting my church who gave a word for the year. Part of it was lighten your load, throw cargo overboard. And then Holy Spirit started whispering things like be prepared and be alert and get ready. Like, okay, so I'm just going to put all these things together and start getting rid of stuff. I sold my furniture that last month and then I ended up giving, um, a couch to a new friend who had just met who was traveling around the country um, in his truck um, sharing the gospel at AA meetings um, because Holy Spirit had saved him from drug addiction and he was about to commit suicide and Holy Spirit uh, revealed himself to him and sent him out um, all around the country doing this. He just happened to be coming through my town that same three days um, and the night that I let him stay in my place, I had my best friend and a couple people over um, just so I wasn't alone in my place with him. And he ended up sharing the story and Holy Spirit shared with me that that's what he wanted me to do while he was sharing his story. So I knew that I was leaving without a home um, in just a couple days. I sold my furniture and packed my car and October 1st, I was purposefully homeless. 
Um, and for 17 months, I was traveling spirit-led. Um, and I have a million testimonies in there of how he provided without a job. Um, he gave me a car. Um, he led me into his ministry of healing and supernatural gifts and signs and wonders. And, oh, my gosh. It was, it's, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, whenever I don't know where to go when I'm in a city that God leads me to, I go to a Starbucks because they have have public restrooms and free Wi-Fi and cheap coffee. So I was at Starbucks looking for an Airbnb because I had a couple bucks to get one night somewhere. Um, And uh, side note, all of my provision was miraculous, all of it, because I didn't have a job. And so people would randomly send me um, donations on Venmo or the Cash App or PayPal or something saying, like, God, just put you on my heart. I just want to bless you with this. So um, God has ways. So even if you don't know how he's going to do it, he always, 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 he's got all the people. <laughs> he's got all the finances and all the people, and he can speak to anyone at any time and provide for you. Um, but I went to the Starbucks and... Um, it was kind of funny because these two obviously homeless guys started hitting on me <laughs> and I ended up starting telling my story. Cause like, whatever, I'll just, you know, God uses everything. So this other friend of theirs walks in and he sits down and he is so attentive and he has a sweeter spirit. You can just tell he's something different about this guy. He hears me mention Jesus and he goes, Jesus, I've just been asking people about Jesus and nobody's been able to tell me about him. Will you tell me about him? Oh my gosh, I can't tell you how excited I was, but um, I ended up going to grab a meal with this guy and hearing his story and sharing more of mine and sharing about Jesus. And I just boldly asked him if he wanted to pray and ask Jesus to, uh, or and give his life to Jesus. And he did, and he was just hands open, weeping. Um, he was a heroin addict and he had lost custody of his um, child because of his addiction and um, he wanted to be a good dad and I don't know what came over me other than the Holy Spirit but I said if I were you I would go down the beach right now and get on my knees and just surrender and um, he had Facebook so I got his information and a couple days later um, he messaged me and he said, I did exactly what you said and I've never felt so much peace and I'm in the mission now and going through their, um, their program that I'm going to get back on my feet. Um, and he has Jesus now. So it's amazing. <laughs> I had no clue what was going to happen or how this was going to happen or where I was going or what I was going to do, um, all I knew was that he was with me. He would just show me, like, when I went out on walks at night, um, it was like, we, we don't have the spirit of fear. Like, God is with me. I have nothing to fear. And so it's just little moments that are hard to, like, pinpoint, actually, because I didn't know what they were preparing me for. Um but just little moments where I would like hear a noise or something and I would just worship through it or um, like those walks. And he would just remind me like, yeah, you didn't, you have not been given a spirit of fear. 
don't just read the word to get information and knowledge in your head. Go to the word to learn him. Like, Jesus, show me who you are. And show me what you're about. And show me how much you love me. And what are your promises for me? And what can I lean on? And then you test those. When those things come up, like, okay, well, God, you said that you are my protector. You said that you're my defender. And when you are trusting in the Lord, you will not be put to shame. I think that because he led me into it, like I didn't just choose, I'm going to adventure with God and give up all my things. Like it wasn't a foolish, it wasn't a fool's errand. I just knew that I knew that I knew that he was leading me to do this. Um, I didn't know why, I didn't know where, I didn't know what, didn't know how, but I knew that he was doing it. And he gave me such a peace for the journey that even if I stressed out about like, I don't have a place to stay. I don't have money for food. I don't know where this is coming from. How are you going to do this? All those questions we ask in our flesh. Um, those are all like, that, all those are based in unbelief. But as far as fear, like I didn't have, I didn't have any fear from this. Like he leads with peace. He leads with joy. Like we, we learn along the road, right? And so he's expanding the capacity for more as we go. I wasn't raised with this kind of understanding of faith. Mm. <laughs> this is all like God spoke to me and then I started, you know, hearing about people who had similar faith. That's how it started. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to go after this thing. There's, there's so much more. <laughs> I want more. And if there's more of Jesus, I want all of him I can have. Thank you for listening. We encourage you to ask Holy Spirit what He wants to say to you through this story. We invite you to partner with us through your God-given resources of time, prayer, and finances. Without your sharing, these stories don't spread to those who need them. Without your prayers, we are limited in what we can do for the kingdom. Without your finances, these powerful stories of God's supernatural love go untold. God has called us to share his stories, and we invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information, be sure to check out our website at theunseenstory.org.